Hour number two of Eason's primetime action on a Wednesday night. We've got some golf coming up later this hour. Wells Fargo Championship. We'll do our draft. We'll do our one and dones. Skill Alexander, Matt Brown, Danielle Alvari, Kelly Bidlin. But a whole bunch of uh, actually tight games right now going on in uh, the NBA and in Major League Baseball. Kelly, what do you got? Yeah, one, uh, one note quick I saw in this Wizards game. Westbrook. Ten assists still in the first half. He's got ten, ten assists. We're four minutes left in the second quarter. Uh, this note from Fred Katz on Twitter. Only three players ever have had consecutive 20 assist games. John Stockton, Magic Johnson, Kevin Porter. Kevin Porter, can I tell you something? I think I remember that when I was a kid. I was a little kid. Was that with the Washington Bullets back in the day? Please tell me. I don't me have right. it listed, but I'll tell you what. That's the one guy I would, I would have never guessed. That's oh, for that sure. would have been the first guy I guessed. All right. Um, okay, uh, that score right now, we've got 67-63, 3.22 remaining in the first half. Bucks still a one-and-a-half point live favorite, 246-and-a-half live total. Celtics up big on the Magic, 117-86, 5.20 remaining in the game. Blazers up on the Cavs, 81-66. 6.45 left in the third quarter there. No live numbers currently up. The Grizzlies on top of the Timberwolves, 63-56. to 56. Grizz are a 6.5-point live favorite, 248.5, your live total there. Hawks up on the Suns, 67-65 at the half. Hawks. Hawks. <laughs> the, the Hawks, <laughs> six and a half live, two forty-seven and a half live Eagles. total. Sixers up on the Rockets, seventy-five, sixty-three. Seven seconds left in the first half in that game. That's a lot of points. Uh, the Sixers, fifteen and a half live, and two thirty-eight and a half live total in that game. Kings up on the Pacers, fifty-six, forty-seven at the half. Uh, we've got the Wizards. Uh, Wizards. That Wizards box score 67-63. Now three minutes left in the second quarter. Over Major League Baseball. In, in that Kings game, Kelly Marvin Bagley, twenty-four and eight at halftime. There he is. That's really good. Did you catch the Vladi quote like a couple weeks ago yeah. about passing up on Luca? There it is. There it is. There it is. He said he's he still has a lot of upside. Twenty four yeah. and eight at I, halftime. We actually never got into that on the show. Yeah. We have Vladi uh, saying that basically there's still a lot of belief in Mar- <laughs> Marvin Bagley, and they don't regret passing up on Luca. Was that the year? It was Aiton followed by Bagley? Was that that year? Bagley oh, was the I'd number. Have to look that he up. was the number two pick, right? But yeah, I was. Yeah. I thought that was an interesting comment. But yeah, you're right, Matt. That's a there that's a is. big first half for his boy. First half. There you go. <laughs> All right, over at baseball, Marlins up on the Diamondbacks, seven nothing in the bottom of the seventh. Braves up on the Nationals, five to one, bottom of the seventh in that game. Uh, Phillies lead the Brewers, five four, bottom of the fifth. Uh, we've got Brewers three to one live, so maybe the uh, Phillies are got someone in a scoring position there. Eleven and a half to live total in the game. Dodgers up on the Cubs two to nothing, bottom of the fifth. Dodgers minus three hundred live, Cubs plus two forty five and a half live total. P- uh, Padres up on the Pirates one nothing, bottom of the third inning. Pi- uh, Padres minus two twenty live, Pirates plus one eighty four and a half your live total. Astros up on the Yankees, three to two, bottom of the fifth. Astros minus one thirty live. Yankees even money, nine and a half live total in that game. Tigers and Red Sox all tied up at one, bottom of the fourth. 
Uh, Twins with a one nothing lead over the Rangers in the top of the fourth. Twins minus 400 live Rangers plus 307.5 your live total. Shaded slightly to the under. Royals up on the Indians. one nothing bottom of the third. Royals minus 140 live. Indians plus 110. 6.5 live total in that game. And the Mets lead the Cardinals 3-0 to top of the second. Uh, no live numbers currently up for that game. Over in the NHL, Predators Blue Jackets 2-2. 12 minutes left in the third period. Predators minus 150 live. Blue Jackets plus 120. 6.5. Live total shaded heavily to the under. Actually, that just went off the board, so check those live numbers. End of two, the Capitals, they hung three on them in the second period. Yeah. Right, Forget your statement, Rangers. Here's yep. three goals. Three nothing now, end of two. Uh, you can get 16 to one on the Rangers if you want to hop in there. Uh, lightning up on the Stars, three to one. 13 and a half minutes left to go in that game. You can get 10 to one on the Stars live if you wanted to hop in. Five and a half is uh, your live total shaded heavily to the over. Blues up on the Ducks, one nothing. Eighteen forty-five left in the second period in that game. Ducks plus three forty live and Golden Knights and Wild scoreless end of the first period. What was that Russell Westbrook? Uh, what was the list of players that had twenty assists back to back? We'll find out the answer here. It's primetime action: Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Daniel Alvari, Kelly Bidlin. And you get the feeling that uh, Russell Westbrook knows that this is a a. Uh, a mark he can match. Who are the other three players that did 2020? Stockton, Magic, Kevin Porter. Of course. Yeah. Stockton, Magic, and Kevin Porter. Who, by the way, is not Kevin Porter Jr.'s father. It should be pointed out. Right? Totally unrelated. Uh, no relation. Kevin Porter Jr.'s dad, the one that currently plays in the NF- in the NBA and dropped 50 uh, this year. Uh, his dad uh, was shot and killed, I believe. So the Kevin Porter was this, was this guy who played when I was a kid. And he like he's the only I think he's the only guy in NBA history that also has a thirty twenty five game, thirty points, wow. twenty five assists. I'll check on that. Dude. Yeah. Anyway, I, that's impressive. I mean, we're well on the way. We're well on the way to another triple double for sure. Ten points, uh, six rebounds, eleven assists already for Westbrook. He has a steal. He has a block, and maybe the most impressive thing, he does not have a turnover. Man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Westbrook, I'm about to mention that. I'm sorry. He has zero turnovers. Yeah, I didn't see for that. Westbrook, that is like that is that is the most shocking. <laughs> that thing is the most shocking part. Is. Yeah. JVT is right about my uh, my you know t- ten seed to make the playoffs thing though. I got to get the Wizards to stop winning and the Pacers to not lose. Right. Like yes, that's, that's yeah. Because I, I wouldn't want any part of the Pacers nope. on that. Nope. Yeah. And and the Wizards really not in much jeopardy of falling out of the playoffs right now, uh, as Kelly mentioned. Wizards up on the Bucks by three, sixty-eight, sixty-five. And, That's late second quarter. And, 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 and two minutes left. Uh, you know we're not watching the game in here, so well it's up there, but we're not watching. Uh, Giannis has three shot attempts. Giannis taking the night off. Three, three shot attempts in the game for Giannis. This, yeah, Coach Bud, you might you might want to tell him to shoot more. That's uh, that's kind of your, and no Chris yeah. Middleton tonight, right? So uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- this was the proverbial like we were talking about Sacramento last night, Kelly. We talked about this off air. Was like I saw Washington uh, catching four. I was like, why didn't I play this game? Now we'll see. Long way to go, still more than a half. But Washington up three late second quarter. Shall we talk some hockey? We we shall. We should. By the way, that's hockey, Kelly. What what did the letter W do to you? Did it did it hurt you? I don't point? know, man. You guys have really been coming after me about this, all right? 
I lived all over the world when I was a kid. My English is off, all right? Say at the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. I got a Andy McNeil coming on. He'll back me up on here. We don't all speak the same way, okay? <laughs> we don't. Hawks. The Hawks. Mm -hmm. That's right. I had to do English to English uh, translation every time I have Dan Weston on from England talking tennis. Uh, of course, English to English translation where this gentleman is concerned. Andy McNeil, ladies and gentlemen, from Edmonton, Alberta, at Digital Gambler with, uh, with a new camera. And uh, are you blurry? What, why are we seeing you blurry? You make things so awkward so often. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. Right. Oh, you want to make it awkward? How about this? Yeah. Hey, uh, how about Andy? We, we got the Knicks and the Nuggets are tipping off in about five <laughs> minutes. Uh, the Nuggets are three and a half point favorites. Do you think that the Knicks are getting disrespected? <laughs> public or something. That's what I'll give you for that. Uh, so I, 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 asked, I was going to say, I was going to ask Dan Weston this morning, what do you think about the Niners drafting? It's like he had any idea what I was saying. All right, Andy, before we get to any of your picks here, well, maybe we should get to your picks here because maybe, uh, maybe Couple, there's a, yeah. a face-off to come. Uh, tell us what you got tonight. Well, I'm, I'm watching the Canadians put forth one of the most pathetic efforts uh, I've seen in a while. They've, they've given up 75% uh, of the expected goals and 60% of the shot attempts uh, to the Ottawa Senators tonight, and they're down 3-1. I laid a dollar forty-five on the Canadians, so uh, that's not what I like to see. I'm also on the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're up 3-1. Uh, after uh, being tied for a little bit with the Dallas Stars here, they look to be uh, driving a nail into the, the Dallas Stars playoff hopes. Um, and I'm also on the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, I was uh, hesitant to play this game again with Max Pacioretty out of the lineup for a second straight game, um, but the price had dipped quite a bit. And then uh, Kevin Fiala, a pretty important forward for the Wild, uh, who provides a lot of offense for them, uh, wasn't in the lineup, so I jumped on the Vegas Golden Knights again. But uh, coming up here, I'm on the Winnipeg Jets at uh, plus 110. Um, I see plus 108 at, at DraftKings and, uh, and a few other shops. Uh, so I, I like that price. But uh, across the board, uh, I've seen it dip down to um, plus 100 and even worse than that at a lot of places. And, and at that point, I'm, I'm staying away from it. Andy, you're on the nights. Uh, anybody that might want to get in live, obviously we're a live show, a uh, live betting show. So we're at the beginning of the second period, scoreless. It's a little bit worse of a price than than it went off at. Uh, it looks like it went off about one fifteen. It's sitting at one twenty right now on the nights. Um, any would you would you recommend a bet there or n not if you're missing the you know the one fifteen that was available earlier? I, I laid mostly minus one ten, uh, uh, a little bit better than that, or a little bit worse than that, up to minus one fifteen. Uh, if you're seeing minus 120, it's probably a, a situation where the margins are just a little bit higher uh, in the live markets. So, therefore, you know, a little more uh, juice on each side. Um, but, no, I wouldn't jump in at this point. Uh, you know, it was it was kind of an impulse decision at that point uh, with, with Fiala out of the lineup. Um, and, uh, and, you know, I'm just hoping to get out with a profit here tonight. Really hoping to escape this season with a profit. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's been good. I mean, it's been, it's been an okay season. Uh, things can go south even in this final week here um, and, and in the playoffs. But, um, you know, just, just overall, not only um, the handicapping aspect, but just the, the human aspect of, of dealing with the, the pandemic and trying to, uh, you know, approach sports betting every day and, and, and all of the stuff that, that life throws at you. Uh, it'll, it'll be fun when uh, I can look back at this season and, and you know, think, that, think about it as a, a slight success, hopefully. 
Andy, I know that a couple teams tonight are looking to clinch their, uh, you know, ticket for the playoffs, and the Preds are one of those teams. They're tied up right now. Um, there's two other teams, I believe, as well. Yeah, we've got the Winnipeg Jets uh, looking to clinch tonight. Um, and uh, what is the other team? Oh, the St. Louis Blues can can clinch a spot, and they're yeah. they're one nothing uh, over the the Anaheim Ducks right now. Um, Blues dealing with a lot of injuries uh, like they have all season. Um, if they can get in there and 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 um, uh, get healthy, oh man, the Senators just went up four uh, one. They've had the Canadians number all season long, but if you guys if you guys have been following along, these prices have been up in the the minus two hundreds uh, earlier this season. Now now down to, to the minus one forties. Um, you know, looked like a, a pretty. Um, good opportunity to jump in and on the Canadians here to get right in this season series, but it doesn't look like that's going to be the case tonight. Uh, sorry to get caught off track there, but that's a, that's a little bit of a killer. <laughs> no, but I forgot that the jets are looking to clinch tonight as well. And I know that he's on them tonight. So I'm going to jump in on that as well. All right. Yeah. A little jets game. action. Uh, Andy, this doesn't have anything necessarily to do with betting necessarily. I'm sure we can weave it into something betting, but uh, it's rare that my timeline, my feed on Twitter is filled with hockey tweets. And obviously tonight, oh, and even rarer on mine, and even rarer on mine, <laughs> and even rarer on mine. So this is yes, it's a little. It's kind of sad though that it, and like don't get me wrong, I found it all kind of entertaining, but it's kind of sad that you know all the, all of the great stuff that the game that the NHL produces on a night to night basis just totally gets ignored by most people, most sports fans. Um, and it takes a line brawl and a bunch of shenanigans for anybody to pay attention to it. So it's a little bit, you know, as a hockey fan, it's a little bit frustrating that, that that's the only thing that grabs headlines these days. Well, so we wanted to get to that. So that was, you know, to, to uh, refresh your for people who don't know what we're talking about is a couple of nights ago, uh, Rangers and Caps got in a brawl. Of course, Tom Wilson was in the middle of that. The Rangers, <laughs> with an unprecedented statement on Twitter, uh, wishing, and we read it earlier, wishing that the uh, NHL would have taken uh, much more definitive action against the against Tom Wilson and, and suspend him indefinitely. It was harsh words. They never see that ever from an NHL team towards uh, the NHL, uh, uh, you know, headquarters. And what ends up happening? The Rangers end up firing team president John Davidson and general manager <laughs> Jeff Gordon. And then I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just then, insane. And then tonight, so it's the the split couplet as we've coined it here on the show. They start the game, face off, gloves down, everybody's fighting, and that's what that's what prompted all the tweets. That that's what prompted all the buzz. And you're right, Andy. That's what we were saying at the top. We're like, okay, so there's always going to be this segment of the audience that loves hockey for that, but seriously, come on. Like, I mean, we just yeah. can't have this. I mean, it's it's we're going to. And like I, I'm, I'm a, an old school hockey fan. I've, I've grown up, you know, rooting for for the the Boston Bruins, the Big Bad Bruins, and I used to love the rough stuff. Um, but as I've gotten older, I've, I've my, you know, I've gotten less of an appetite for it. I think it's a, a bit ridiculous. Um, and you know, sometimes the scrap is warranted and it, it is good for the game, I guess. But there's going to come a day in the future, uh, not too long from now, where fighting won't be a part of the game and it, it'll be a, a, you know, a very um, a suspendable offense, I, I would imagine, uh, in the future. Um, so it, it's, you know, it's it's a dying thing in the sport. Uh, this is, you know, probably going to, to maybe affect some change uh, as far as to, you know, how these situations should be handled in the future. Should Tom Wilson have been suspended 
just at least for one game to to avoid this uh you know situation uh, sure. it seems like the nhl it seems like the nhl wanted this to happen but the the best part for it for me was was watching sedano chara all six foot nine of him uh circle around center ice as the the line brawl went on and nobody wanted a piece of him <laughs> but he just wanted to get in there so bad well, washing it up on the Rangers, three to one for what it's worth. Uh, just over 16 minutes left in the third period of that one. So Washington saying, "There, take your statement, Rangers." Here's a three to one uh, score for you here late, Andy. We appreciate it. Um, so again, uh, for those who want to get in on Vegas after the first period, uh, Andy's Andy doesn't necessarily recommend that, but if you want to, it's zero zero. The end of one. Winnipeg about to face off in a little less than 15 minutes. That's the play of the night that has not started yet. Winnipeg at Calgary. Thank you, Andy. Appreciate it, man. We'll talk in the morning. I'm sure I'll talk to you about the Rangers and Caps again. All right, for sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll think of something uh, something good to say about it all. <laughs> I'll try not to make it awkward. How about that? Good deal. All right. Andy McNeil, everybody, from Edmonton, Alberta. By the way, when he said South, that was South, just to yes. let you know. Yeah. That's what he meant. And the camera was blurry. Where the yeah. hot, where the hot's play. <laughs> it was blurry. I wasn't make. I, yeah, I was yeah, like, did no, I? No, no. Do yeah. I need to go to the doctor? No. It was blurry, uh, yeah, right? my vision. You were just making an observation. Like it wasn't. You weren't. You were, no. You were. Was, was that more internet connection than it was camera? I think probably internet connection. Yeah. I think he said he got a new camera actually going. So oh, that's still, still working on. Still okay. Working on. Two mm. to two, by the way, now between the Dodgers and the Cubs, as that Dodgers lead uh, has been squandered. Uh, if the Dodgers lose tonight, not only are they swept here by the Cubs, but they fall to 17 and 15. Mm. What were they at one point this year? I got to check on that. But this has been a, obviously a swoon, a lot of injuries. Um, two to two right now, top of the sixth, Corey Seager at first base. Nobody out with uh, Justin Turner now taking his swings. Yes. Uh-oh. Sorry. <laughs> Do we have another winner video? Stars Lightning overheads. Hey. Four to two. Lightning are up right now with eight minutes left. Danielle Avari, winner yes. video. Danielle, what are you, you going to eat security out of the casino pretty soon? This <laughs> is just still recouping from March Madness, if you can believe it. Um, but yeah, it's good to win. Let's show, the, let's show some green check marks up there for her again. Well done. <laughs> well done. Um... You didn't have any pre-flops tonight, did you? That is a good. Uh, maybe that's a, that maybe that's a new T-shirt for us. The the T-shirts that Kelly has not gotten made for the show yet, but that's a good one. It's good I want win. a money gun on my T-shirt. Yours is. I mean, you just said it's good to win. Yeah, it's good to win. Feels I, good I to like win. that. That's simple. That's that's just a simple. It's, it's, it's good to win. Good to Feels win. Good to win. It's good to win. <laughs> yeah, it's good to win. Uh, three for three with two pending. Trademark. Blue Jays A's. No <laughs> run first action. inning yeah. for Danielle and the Sharks. Plus the goal that happened. What did you say you were getting on when Andy was talking? Jets. I did jump on the Jets money line as well. I got that at plus one oh six. I think he had it at plus one ten, and he said that at some places even going to even money now. Yeah, right now he's one one and one in the ones that are uh, live. You didn't have any preflop today. Nothing. 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 No. And your excuse for that was what, sir? I was uh, I was I was golf researching. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, we yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to get to golf yeah, here momentarily. Yeah. I was golf researching. Um, yeah. Are you are you looking forward to this tournament? Are you just are you anxious to be back this to tournament's, this tournament's loaded? Like yeah. it's it's loaded. This field is is massive. I, I mean, I had the two I had the two morning baseball bets. I bet against the I, I bet on the team that got no hit, so that was good. Oh yeah, as yeah. I said, uh, like I said, it, it, I have backed no hitters before. Um, and I always feel like I should get double the payout, and you should get double the the loss when you I should, I should are beaten by a no hitter. Yeah. yeah, I will. Uh, 
hey, sportsbook, I'll be I'll be sending you a check. It's in the mail. <laughs> Extra money. Yes, it's in uh, the mail. Astros and Yankees, three to three in the six. So uh, probably the marquee games of baseball tonight. Uh, knotted up. Shohei Otani. We have not mentioned this yet. Shohei Otani. Uh, maybe we did at the top, but Shohei Otani taking the hill tonight for the Anaheim Angels. Um, and um, you were thinking, Danielle, this is a 9.38 Eastern, 6.38 Pacific start, so it's about 19 minutes. You yes. were thinking of adding a no first run, but we talked you out of it. Mulling it over. Yeah. You guys talked me out of it because of Shohei Otani, and you pointed out that I forgot because we have been seeing these games every night, but last week I think we saw him, and he struggles at the start of games. He's kind of trying to like find his rhythm, and so that's kind of just what may put, put me off of that. Yeah, the strike zone has proven elusive. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Now that we've talked you off of this, it is a surefire no in the first inning. Mm-hmm. There's no question. Yeah. It's a no. Uh, the That's other okay. Thing, I've won enough of those today. <laughs> I mean, Yarbrough starting for the Rays as well. And, like, the thing with him is, I mean, he, he prevents hard contact pretty well, but he didn't strike anybody out. Like, he is, like, he's a pitch to contact pitcher. Are mm-hmm. they going with Kittredge instead of uh, instead of Yarbrough? Yeah, I've seen yes. I saw I'm that Yarbrough Kittredge. was backing yeah. him up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, so Yarbrough's actually going to be the bulk guy. Like he, right. He's the guy who's going to get the majority of the of the inning. But, but for your bat, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, for Kittredge first, first inning, inning yeah. it's Kittredge. Yeah. So that's all I care about. Who's yeah. the first inning pitcher? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I will yeah. tell folks the other the other baseball game that has yet to start tonight is Toronto and Oakland. Robbie Ray against Chris Bassett. Uh, for those who uh, are familiar with Jason Weingarten, who is on a numbers game in the morning, that is one of his plays today. He is on Robbie Ray and the Toronto Blue Jays. Robbie Ray, whose career profile is nothing but... Strikeouts, a whole bunch of walks, and, walks. and when the opposing Did you see his team, walk rate this year? Oh, it's it's four point nine per nine. Yes, and I would say nearly that, five walks per nine innings. That's I would, not great for my no run percentage. I, I would say that has to come back to something, but with him, I'm not sure it does. And the other thing about Robbie Ray is when he's not striking out and walking hitters, when they make contact, it tends to be of the hard contact variety. Oh, that's unfortunate. But yet Jason is on the baby days tonight. Uh, as, a, as a dog against the Oakland Athletics. We'll do golf. We'll do the Wells Fargo Championship. We'll update everything around the horn right here on Beeson's Primetime Action. Join the action on DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Just download the app and use promo code VSIN when you sign up to compete for cash prizes each week. Don't wait. Sign up now and new customers get a deposit bonus of up to $500. That's code VSIN when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER or if you're in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Must be 18 years or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Gil. Uh, some key moments in some baseball games right now. Dodgers and Cubs, top of the sixth. Bases juiced for the Doyers with nobody out. And so uh, they're trying to get ahead in that one. Also, the Astros and the Yankees tied at three, bottom six. Uh, Yankees with runners at second and third, but two down there. So high leverage moments in both of these ball games. And the NBA tonight is just a high-scoring fest. I mean, that's the league now. 
But you got a Portland-Cleveland game, which is like at 198 early in the fourth. Um, Washington-Milwaukee tied at 71 at halftime. Mm-hmm. Memphis, Memphis and Minnesota, yeah. 74-63 at least. Uh, well, the one I'm seeing early third. I didn't update these uh, in the last couple seconds. No, you're right. And you got Hawks-Suns, 80-72, seven, seven minutes left in the Who third. The Suns? What? What's that? Who in the Suns? Atlanta. The Hawks. <laughs> the Hawks. Hawks. And then, of course, Boston beat Orlando 132 to 96. So, I mean, scoring just just abounding tonight, the NBA. Uh, by the way, Danielle, you missed this earlier, and I mentioned it on air, so I have to pay off the tease. Uh, I don't know if you know that our friend Matt Brown is also uh, able to do, uh, is, is ready for hire to do some circus tricks. Watch this. What's the capital of uh, Uruguay? <laughs> Montevideo. Let's move. Let's, no one cares about. It's me, amazing. My, it was amazing. Kind of freaked me out before the show, but it was amazing. He, you, he knows the you? he knows the capital of know, all just, South American countries. As a kid, you know, like you remember just weird South America. Yeah, well, I mean, basic. I mean, I know <laughs> it very well. I mean, like, let's, put, let's put it this way, Daniel. I'll put it this way. I didn't know Kentucky. I was going to say I asked him the yeah. capital of Kentucky, and he didn't get that right. But, I didn't know Kentucky. But South America, perfect marks. This is like you should be on Narcos or something. What do you mean? You only know the South American ones. You don't know your own country either. Something's afoot here. He did a lot of trucking you in South Kentucky's America capital? before he came here. Uh, is it Lexington? So, yeah, okay, there. You didn't know it either. Incorrect. So, there you go. <clears throat> Makes me feel better. What is it? Isn't it Frankfurt? Yeah. Yes, right. I, I believe that's what we oh, could Oh, yeah, Frankfurt. Who could forget? Right, yeah, Can't yeah, miss exactly. city in Kentucky. We I did. love you. I love you, Kentucky. Me and you, Kentucky. When, Frankfort. Uh, did you figure out when you were little, too? Yeah, Frankfort. That the capitals, too, were not the coolest city in the state? Because I was like, Sacramento. That's what we have? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like oh, Brazil yeah. is Brasilia, Brasilia, Brasilia. So yeah, that was lazy, lazy naming. <laughs> Which is like it's not any of the cities you've heard of Paraguay? In, in, in Brazil, you know? Oh, don't What's test Paraguay? him. Don't test him. He knows. Man, y'all are, y'all are <laughs> this? getting but, weird. Okay. Wells Fargo, Quail Hollow, guys. Uh, 7,521 yards, par 71, only three par fives on this thing, 156 golfers, and top 65, and ties make the cut. On this one, Gil, this is a big change from these tournaments that we have been handicapping recently because this actually is one of those kind of like bomber courses. You know, this is not, we've been. Oh, I know who that means. A lot of, I'm telling you. So there are a lot of, a lot of these tournaments that we've been talking about recently have not been that. This is that. Actually, the average driving distance at this tournament is 18 yards longer than the average tour event. Because everybody just pulls out the driver on every hole and tries to hit it as far as they can, because that's how much that's how much it matters. Because when we're talking over seventy five hundred yards, this is you know one of the very longest tracks that they're going to play on the whole tour for the course of the season. Over half the approach shots are going to be over one hundred and seventy five yards. A lot of them will be even closer to two hundred yards because we have eight par fours that are four hundred and fifty to five hundred yards long. So it is a it is a beast of a course. No doubt about it. Um, six of the holes that these guys are going to be playing, so a third of the holes are going to be playing, are 25% bogey or worse rate. So every fourth guy is going to bogey or worse six of the holes on this course. And so mm. it is going to be it's going to be rough. You are going to need to score on the par fives. And there's only three of them, as I mentioned, but they are three of the four. Um, they are three of the four easiest holes on the entire course. Curses. I think I used Bryson DeChambeau already in uh, one and done. Oh, did you? Yeah, I think I did. Didn't you I, need Kelly? his biceps this week? I'll I, have to check on yeah, that. Yeah, I think I used them already. But clearly, uh, this uh, everything you said points to Bryson's kind of uh, golf course. We'll find out what both Matt and Kelly 
bet via their models in this tournament <laughs> uh, next. And then we'll do the draft, and we'll do one and done after that. The Wells Fargo Championship as the tour uh, crescendos to the PGA Championship later this month at Kiowa Island. Looking forward to that as well. Do you have any PGA bets yet? I only have a, a couple of couple of early ones in. Vic Hovland is in there. Joaquin Neiman's in there. Okay. But, uh, All right. Wells Fargo. Find out what these gentlemen are betting next right here on Primetime Action. NHL and NBA playoff races are in high gear and our experts are covering every angle to find betting edges as the regular season winds down. Beeson hockey expert Annie McNeil, we had him on earlier. He's tracking all the NHL action and, of course, our senior NBA analyst we also had on earlier is tracking all of the hoops insights to look for the best bets on the board. Our experts and the entire Beeson team give you all the tools to make the most of every bet, including our 24-7 video coverage, odds and analysis for every game on vcin.com, our daily members-only best bet emails and in-depth coverage of every major event in Point Spread Weekly. Now is the time to cash in on the push to the playoffs. Sign up for your 10-day free trial at bcin.com slash subscribe. Go. Danielle, um, Matt, we had uh, we have a Ryan Hyatt question on Twitter. We do. We do. Ryan Hyatt oh. comes in with what sports gambling cliche grinds your gears the most? What phrase makes you cringe when you hear other people use it? Oh, man. I mean, how much time do we have, right? But the, I'll tell you what the first thing is that comes into my mind. Anybody that refers to sharp action. Sharp action, mm-hmm. sometimes with square, square. action. But yeah. sharp. The, the notion of sharp action in general, right? Because we always hear people, oh, the sharps are doing this. Yes. The sharps are doing that. You don't know what you have. No, Who 90, are the sharps? <laughs> 98% of the time, there is nothing behind that comment. You don't know what's actually happening. Yes. And by the way, again, you want to get into the definition of what sharp is, which is another point of contention to begin with. And the rearing that I had with what does sharp mean, what, what bookmakers, let's just say in faraway places who had your, all your bets digitally and had a log of your bets, what they w- would tell you about what constitutes sharp is the rate at which you beat the closing line. Now, there's some old school bookmakers that will say, I don't care about that. I just want to know, do you win or lose? But it's, it's first of all, it's, it, you have to define even – most people who are using that word don't even know what the actual, you know, real roots of what, what constitutes sharp per the bookmaker's eyes. And then secondly, from shop to shop, it varies what's happening. So you mm-hmm. just can't make blanket statements like that. You know, and, and by the way, like people who are sharp are sharp in some sports and not in others. I mean, it's a whole – there's so many yeah. flaws in that. Yeah. Mine is, mine is, mine is re- professional better. That one because like yeah. it's thrown around so you loosely. Threw air quotes on it. Well, it's because it's thrown better. around so loosely. <laughs> yes. Where it, when there's literally like 
a handful of professional betters. That's right. Like out there, you know, it's like, but it's like th- professional betters just thrown around. Like, just anyone, so people are clear, like, what do you mean who, when you say professional like, better? Well, I mean, anyone who bets a lot, or I mean, people have called me that. Are you that? Like, yes. I'm like, I'm not a professional. I'm not a professional. I'm not, I'm not no. a professional, a professional like, would be they like, do this for a living, and that's their sole source sole of income. Exactly. Sole source your, of income. If it's your yeah. only source of income, that's like the first thing that you have to. That's the first yeah. qualifier. Yeah. And if it's not, yeah, like. I, you know, it's like, I, don't call me that because yeah. I'm, I'm doing other things, clearly, yeah. right? Yeah. So I mean, I've, I, I've lived through, <laughs> I've lived through the gambling thing of only having gambling money <laughs> as, as income. I've, I've had a moment in my life where I could have been called. I that. do not want that. Yeah, and I do not want that. I'm glad to have shed that. Yes. Like, like that. I'm glad to have shed that. Not a all. badge of honor. Yes. No. For me. <laughs> you you telling me health insurance is, uh, is better this way than uh, <laughs> going to Cobra? It's actually or quality of life is what is is <laughs> yeah. what is better, man. Like, golly. I would go with this one. Kind of just makes me chuckle these days, but it used to make me cringe. Was it with the whole, you know, vague. Vegas has the odds of oh. this, right, from, like, the national media. I mean, that, that made me, used to make me cringe five, ten years ago. Now it just makes me laugh because it's like, have we really not learned yet? Like, that, that's very low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Yes. There's so many of them. Uh, mine I actually heard um, during the draft, and I'm like, are we still using this? Um, looks like Tarzan plays like Jane. Did you hear that from somebody? Yeah, I, did. I mean, I mean, probably on Twitter, but I was like, are we still doing this? And I think someone responded to the video I made about the different cliches. And they said, oh, I know it's it's kind of sexist, but this is my favorite. And I said, retire it, retire it. I don't care if it's your favorite. Nothing like a, a reference from the mid 1900s also. Yeah. Not to mention the. Uh, yeah. These, these also, you don't know. Maybe Jane would be like, you know, you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Jane could take you down. <laughs> All right, what are you guys betting in Wells Fargo? Yeah, so thank you, Ryan. Um, super, uh, like I said, super long course here, and again, it's a it's a seventy one instead of a seventy two. Again, you can only go back a few years if you want to research this and get the same course. You're gonna if you start looking even further back, you're gonna see when this course was formulated differently. So just a little bit to keep in mind there, Kelly. I'll let you know what I waited, and you can. Uh, I'm I bet we didn't go the same route this week. Ooh, okay. I went a little different this week on mine. So driving distance is by far the thing heav- most heavily weighted for me. Over thirty percent for me. I did good drives, which is a proprietary stat from the people with the, the modeling company that we use over at Fantasy National, they, um, it is basically, you don't have to hit the fairway, but if you're, if, if you drive it to a point where you can still put it on the green or, or the fringe, they still consider that a good drive because you've, you've basically accomplished your goal, right? Like you've gotten it down there and you've been able to, to, to reach the green or the, or the fringe on the second shot. So, uh, good drives, uh, strokes game par five. I think the par five scoring is going to be very, very, very important. This week, scrambling um, a little bit on ball striking, par fours, uh, 450 to 500 yards, and then opportunities gained. Yeah, that's uh, so we are pretty different this week. I will say, I got uh, I went off the tee instead of driving distance, strokes gained off the tee. Uh, I did go a little bit of good drives, though. I did load that up. Uh, strokes gained approach, which I'll still put in there every week, even though this is way less important this week when it's usually the most important stat on any tournament that we look at. This is one of the few tournaments, Matt, I would think you would agree, where, where it's not the case. Strokes gained approach would not be the most important stat this week. I think it's I think I it is even, one of I didn't even wait it. You didn't even wait, yeah. I 
I mean, I think it is one of the driving statistics. It, it is more important this week. Um, I did go proximity, 200-plus yards with a lot of the approach shots coming in from outside that distance with uh, with some of the longer par fours we were talking about. I did do par fours, four, four, uh, 450 to, four, uh, to 500 yards. Uh, and then I did bogey avoidance. You kind of brought it up earlier, really making sure you know, kind of, especially on those par fours and then the par fives too, to make sure you get in and get a birdie, get a par on those holes. I think it's going to be really important this yeah, week. Yeah, and the reason I the reason I went where I went with that is because I just checked back on kind of like what has been successful here at this tournament with these winners over uh, recently. And if you look back, 2019, the last time this thing was played, Max Homa won. 2018, Jason Day won, and then 2017, it wasn't this tournament, but it was this course. Where when it was set up for the PGA Championship for Justin Thomas, that was when they f- switched it to a par 71. So the last three winners, Justin Thomas, Jason Day, Max Homa, and you take a look here, and the reason I waited what I did, their driving distance related to the field that week, Max Homa, 23rd overall, Jason Day is ninth overall, Justin Thomas was the longest driver of the week. He was first in driving distance, and uh, I, the reason I put in scrambling, Max Homa, second overall in scrambling, and whenever he won in 2019, Jason Day, second overall in scrambling when he won in 2018, par five scoring, Max Homa, tied for second overall same thing with Jason Day so there's a lot of kind of history of these winners as to why I waited things that I did all right there's a a look under the hood for the Wells Fargo championship why they bet what they did bet what did those uh, reveal what names were bet the Wells Fargo championship we'll get to those we'll get to our one and done and our draft let's get ready for the draft Danielle coming back Beeson's primetime action the DraftKings Casino app now and use promo code VSIN, that's B-S-I-N, to get a deposit bonus up to $1,500. DraftKings Casino has hundreds of ways to play. Choose from slots, blackjack, roulette, and so much more. It's also U.S.-based, making it safe, secure, and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available to play in New Jersey, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia only. Must be 21 or older. Eligibility restrictions apply for entertainment purposes only. No results guaranteed. Void where prohibited. See casino.draftkings.com for full details. Gil. Hey, does anybody want a uh, a four-leg tennis parlay overnight while you're sleeping? Oh, yeah. Uh, in Madrid, I got a four-legger on the men's side. Berrettini, Karatsev, Rublev, and team. You were on Berrettini the other day, were you not? Oh, I got Berrettini a lot. Back from more? Berrettini, Karatsev, Rublev, it's not a name you forget. and team. <laughs> Uh, Berrettini over Delbonis, Karatsev over Bublik, Rublev over Isner, and uh, Team over Diminor. That'll pay you about 1.6 uh, on the dollar. So about uh, plus 160 on that four-legger. Berrettini, Karatsev, Rublev, and Team. Now, uh, once again, Kelly and Matt gave you uh, what was under the engine on their golf bets. Now to actually reveal who they bet. Yeah, well, I'll start with mine here. I went, uh, I went a little lighter this week, honestly. But there were a couple guys that popped, uh, 
near the top of my model over the last 12, 24, and 36 rounds that were pretty consistent. DeChambeau and Hovland, they were they were very high up there. Uh, so I'm pretty big on those guys this week. And then Connors and uh, Emiliano Grillo. Grillo was maybe one of the guys I was uh, – he was top 10 in each one I ran, Matt. I, and obviously, we ran very different models this week. I'm interested to see mm-hmm. kind of what we share, if anything at all. But, uh, yeah, you'll see I, I took a 66-1 on him outright, mixed him in at top 10, top 20, um, and then played a couple different uh, derivative markets with top 20s with Hovland, Connors, Tringali, and then DeChambeau in a couple matchups. Uh, these... Uh, uh, you know, over, over Rory, who I think is still a pretty good fade material. This might be a little, uh, you know, he's had good success here at this course before. Him off the tee is good, but we've seen him struggle recently. I'm, I'm finally in minus 120 over him and that. And then DeChambeau's the guy I think is best in the field. So if I'm getting plus money on the guy who I think is best in the field, I'll take it against anybody. You got plus 120 over John Rahm, who, don't get me wrong, is still pretty far up there in my modeling. But plus 120 on that bet, good enough for me on matchups. Yeah, so I'm, you know, y'all know me. I've played, I've faded Rory to much success here. Over there. I'm not anymore uh, on this one. I mean, this guy has nine starts at this, uh, this guy has nine starts at this course. He has seven top tens in those nine starts at this course. That is, uh, last time I checked, hashtag good. So, um, <laughs> and he started working with a new swing coach and he hadn't played since the Masters. I think he might be trying, you know, uh, and he wasn't that far off. If you actually look at his strokes gained stats, he actually not been that far off with everything, so actually not on the fade. Um, Vic Hovland, uh, Wills Torres, Joaquin Neiman, Stuart Sink, Aaron Wise, Keegan Bradley, Max Homa are all guys that are going to be in my outright pool. I will probably add another one or two uh, overnight as I dig in a little bit further as well, but I'll, uh, I'll, I'll tweet those out for sure. If we're taking truth serum here, I think one of the top three guys has a very, very, very good chance of winning this week. I think JT, Rahm, and DeChambeau have a really, really, really big advantage over a lot of people in this uh, in this field with everything that they bring to the table. We talked about this at the end of last week. You know, Justin Thomas was number one in the field in three different categories last week. He just putted like crap, and that kept him from probably winning that tournament. You know, I mean, if he puts even halfway decent. Those were amazing but, stats. But, you know, look, at 10-1, to 1, here's the thing. I'll see one round out of, J- out of JT. If I have to come back in, it's kind of like I did with with Sam Burns. If I have to come back in, I'm going to get six or seven anyway, right? So I'm not getting that much worse on him anyway after I see a round. And so I'm just not going to pull the trigger on JT Rahm and and DeChambeau quite yet. And I'll just, I'll see a round out of him. If I want to come in after that, I will. Okay. Which brings us to our, uh, our continuing competitions on this show. These are, unlike all the other things we talk about, which are actual uh, bets, these are just for a year-long contest that we do. Uh, one and done. The closest thing to uh, everybody's familiar with NFL Survivor. Pick a team, can't pick them again the rest of the NFL season. Try to get to the end or try to beat all your opponents anyway. Uh, this is the closest thing that golf has to it. One and done. You got to pick a golfer once. Um, well, you don't have to pick them once, but once you do, you can't pick them again. And we do it for the entire 2021 calendar year. And right now, the standings have Kelly Bidlin, thanks to a Siwoo Kim outright earlier this year, just sort of crushing us. Um, so good for Kelly. And now we do it for the Wells Fargo odds before we get to our draft. One and done. Who gets honors, Your Honor? Uh, go ahead, man. I'm taking Bryson. Taking Bryson. All right. I hate you. I knew that was good. You already took him, so I you can't took anyways, him, so yeah. I can't have him. Uh, I'm going to go Webb Simpson. I'll go All off right. the board there. I'll go Webb Simpson. 
Webb a local guy at this course. Yep. A lot, a lot of, that's a popular bet from a lot of people this week. I, I'm going to go with the longer shot. I'll go Emiliano Grillo. Oh, right. there you go. I'm glad you're doing that. Is it All Grillo? Right. Is it Grio? Is it Grigio? We don't know. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I'm glad Grigio. you're doing that. It's fine. He t- it's going to it. equal zero. It doesn't matter. So I'm, I'm good with that. Is that pronounced zero or zero? Yeah, yeah it doesn't matter. He, After he's, he, his, your sweat will be over on Friday. So that'll be fun. Oh, All right. So off we go here. By the way, he tells American uh, American fans to pronounce he's, he's like, just pronounce it Grillo. He has such mm-hmm. little faith in the American uh, linguists. Yep. <laughs> As he should. Grillo. Well, you As know. As he should. Right. Yeah. We better rapid fire here. All right. On this. Let's go. Draft. Start it up, Maddie. Uh, JT top 10 plus 110. Okay. Is that me next? It's you, go. That's you. Uh, I'm going to go Tony Finau. Tony Finau, top uh, 10, 2-1. to one. Bryson DeChambeau, top 5, 3-1. to one. You said top 10? Top 5. Top 5. Um, I'm going to go DeChambeau, top 10. I believe it's plus 138 here. Unless that number's changed. Joaquin Neiman, top 20 at plus 138. Victor Hovland, top five, four to one. Corey Connors, top Canadian, even money. Ah, there he goes with that. Uh, Cameron Tringale, top 20, plus 163. Stuart Sink, top 30, plus 140. Stuart Sink has been absolutely crushing and kind of under the radar here over the last. He's number two in my model over the last 12 rounds. Uh, the guy's doing everything well. Um, and f- found the fountain of youth, Gil, because <laughs> he is driving the ball further now. He's 18th in this field in driving distance at, at the age of, age of 47, which I 47. said, you know, a lot of, lot, of, lot of length here for that one. So, uh, Stuart Sink, top 30, plus 140. Uh, I'm going to say Patrick Cantlay missed the cut 2-1, to one, plus 200. Emiliano Grillo, top 30. Double down. Plus 138. Well, we know where your fortune's going to be made. Yeah. Or lost. Or lost. Um, I'll be lost by Friday, according to Matt. I'll go Will Zalatoris, top 20, plus 175. I like it. I'm going to play Vic Hovland, top Euro, plus 400. I'm going to take him over John Rahm. Again, this is, uh, I think that both of them are very, very, very fit for this course. And again, John Rahm, probably top to bottom, week in, week out, maybe the best golfer yeah. in the world as far as consistency goes. But, um, you know, I'm getting four to one on Vic and the way he's playing right now, uh, four to one on him is top Euro. I'm going to go uh, Byung-Hun An, top Asian, six to one. Oh. Okay. Um, what's the Hovland? What did we have Hovland top 10? Is that what we took already? I took him top five. You took him top five. All right, I'll go Hovland top 10 then. I'll go Hovland top 10 at... Plus 175. I'm going to go Sung J.M. Top Asian. Plus 120. Oh, are you now? Are you? Everybody's price is writing me. <laughs> that happens a lot on these golf yeah. drafts. Hey, it's good. It's good. It's good. Um, Matt and I constantly play? try to steal what we think the other person yes. is going to do. So Last play for me. Um, I'm going to take Aaron Wise. Top 30. Plus 250. Aaron Wise has... Two starts at this tournament. He has a top 20. He also has a tied for second in this thing. Actually, number 21 in my model over the last 36 rounds. Inside the top 60 in every single category that I talked about that I thought was important for for this tournament. All eight rounds that he's played on this course, he's played at par or better. Um, I like him to finish inside the top 30, and I'm getting two and a half to one on it. 
I think Wes Reynolds also has him in a um, matchup as well. So, hmm. Um, why can't I find head-to-heads? By the way, um, I'm going to take Victor Hovland. Um, I'm still this for Brady Cannon. I'm taking Victor Hovland in a head-to-head. Actually, no, I don't remember who we played him against, but I'll do it against. Um, who's Hovland listed you have him on? up against? Up against Xander in one of them. Xander, that's the one. Okay, he's yeah. minus one ten. Yeah. That's and the one. one. That's the one. All right, and I'll uh, do Emiliano Grillo top ten oh plus four fifty. God, Matt's is baiting me into it now. He's baiting me into it. Let's I go. will do two or more hole in ones plus two fifty. All right, there we go. And there's a par three that's how long on this? Yeah, course? there's only like a hundred, a there's like a hundred and fifty yarder out there. A little short shot. Yeah, right. I used to work on a on a par three on a golf course. Did you? Seen some hole in ones. You never strayed from the par three. Yeah, they never. Laid no, that was like three? I had like a little table and I worked on the par three. There's another. Uh, <laughs> there's another head to head. There's a head to head available on DraftKings. Uh, Finau versus Cantlay. Uh, Finau's only minus one thirty in that one. Cantlay has really he's lost it here. Yeah. In, in yeah. recent form, has no recent form at all. This course fits Finau really, really well. Again, another just long hitter, long hitters course. That uh, that I think he has a real advantage anyway, and so again, you're getting a I guy like that. that I think the course fits great against a guy whose form is really bad. So really like Finau over Cantlay. Did you play Finau in any? Did you play Finau outright or anything like that? I'm actually I didn't, and I'm I'm he was one of the guys that just left off. So when list. I said I have like two or three still left, because I, I limit myself to eight per tournament, I only have six in right now. So he, he's he's one of the guys that can certainly find his way onto onto the card. Mm. Are we done? Do we have one more? Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's it. Yeah, we're all done. done. We're all done. Hey, look, we timed out perfectly. How that's it. That? What was uh, your sixth one, Gil? We, yeah, we loaded he, another he, one in the chamber. Gil what do you got? Best one for last. I've got Jack Nicholas. <laughs> um, all right. Good luck with all your bets the rest of the way tonight. Boy, Astros and Yankees still 3-3, three to three, but the Yankees making noise there at the bottom of the seventh. Dodgers clinging to a 3-2 to two lead over the Cubs in the seventh. Milwaukee up eight on the Wizards after three. A whole bunch of games going on. Good ones, too. Uh, Good luck the rest of the way. Nightcap with Tim Murray is next. We'll talk to you tomorrow night on Primetime Action.